0: Welcome to Rough Cut Reality Check, a podcast all about sharing my real story and experiences to help you unapologetically step into your authentic self and live out your purpose. The show today i'm joined by jordan meals also known as pages of jordan jordan page she is a hustler go-getter and an inspiration to so many people working to pursue their dreams and fulfill their purpose she's also the founder and ceo of style your story a consulting agency designed to help businesses tell their stories through
1: style and strategy say hello and welcome jordan to the show Hello, everybody. As Princess mentioned, my name is Jordan, but I go by Pages of Jordan on Instagram because that is my middle name. And I'm excited to be here and share my story with you guys. Yes, thank you so much, Jordan, for joining me.
0: So, you and I had a really powerful conversation recently about preserving, uh, persevering through the process and the plan God has for us and just really staying the course. And I just thought having you on the show would be the perfect segue um, since my episode last week, which literally talked about that. Um, So I know before you started your business, you went through what a lot of entrepreneurs experience, and that's having multiple different jobs, really trying to figure out what shoe fits you and really try to find your passion. Can you tell us more about your journey through all of that and some of your experiences um, that you went through as you journeyed to becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Yes. um, So that's really a good question. I got into entrepreneurship last year. It's going to make a year in July. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't even been that long. And I've learned a lot, probably in my first couple of months. Um, Entrepreneurship is definitely something that you should definitely pursue if you know that you don't want to really work for anybody else and you have your own ideas. But I will also encourage anybody wanting to do entrepreneurship is to really, really take time to do your research, to build a strong foundation um, in the long run of your business. Um, Like I mentioned, I'm a year in and it's actually I've been growing a lot, but I also wish in the first stages of being an entrepreneur that I just would have taken more time to really figure out what my specific audience was going to be, what uh, services I really wanted to um, promote. Mm -hmm. And a lot of other things, but all in all, um, I enjoy, I mean, as social media has advertised, you do get to make your own schedule. You get, you get, you do get to be the boss of your own, um, company, but it also takes a lot of discipline. So I will also say, you know, with entrepreneurship, you don't just wake up and say, okay, I'm just going to have this scheduled day. Like you have to get used to being on a routine and that was something I would say try before you go into entrepreneurship mm-hmm. is pretty much like maybe on your weekends and stuff, have a set schedule to see, okay, this weekend I want to do this, that, and that, and try to stay on it. So when you hop full time in it, a schedule on your own is not really important. It's something that you're kind of used on, which is something I wish I would have done too. I just jumped right in it and I wasn't 100% disciplined. Mm-hmm. So, um, Other than that, I would just say also trying to network as much as you can, going to networking events to try to get your business out even more outside of social media, and also making those friendships through social media with people that are in the same industry as you. Even though you may meet people that do the same thing, they can probably still, you know, be somebody to promote you when they can't take clients. I've made a lot of good relationships, and I get referrals all the time just through, you know, just being friendly and being social.
0: Yeah, and how, like i know the million dollar question that a lot of people ask as they try to like figure out what they want their business to be or try to figure out their purpose and their passion and things like that like how did you know that this industry was for you because i know you've had like a very broad background in like retail the food industry and like all these different things how did you know that like this was for you in particular
1: well honestly i didn't know it was for me this is something that was not a part of my plan. It was part of God's plan. Mm-hmm. And I kind of fell in it because the things that I do now is things I've done since I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, my peers actually started encouraging me to turn this into a business. I started mm-hmm. off actually as a videographer. I've been doing videography since I was literally in high school. Mm-hmm. And um my first big videography project for fun was a music video for my high school that got over 10k mm-hmm. views on YouTube. Yeah, I was like 15. So I really just, I didn't really think too much of it. But the more I started digging into my gifts, like they say, your gifts make room for you. Mm -hmm. And then as I started to look up and social media started to get popular, God just kind of dropped it in my spirit to turn what I've been already doing into a business. And that's kind of what started Style Your Story.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Because I think a lot of times, and I I did this before I really had that like come to Jesus talk with myself like we beat ourselves up against the wall like what should I be doing what's my purpose what you know where where should I take this business and a lot of times um it's what you've been doing your whole life a lot of times it's the thing that you do the easiest that comes like with the least amount of effort you know um doesn't take so much it's just like an effortless thing for you and a lot of times like that's your gift and so to hear you really just take a moment and say, hey, this is kind of like what I've done since I was younger, um, I think is really important for people to hear, because I think sometimes like our greatest business idea or our gift is right up under our nose and we don't give ourselves enough credit or even believe that we can take it to that next level. So what was your biggest motivating factor in taking that leap? Um, to get you beyond, you know, freelancing or, well, I won't say freelancing, but get you beyond, I guess, having a safe job and just kind of treating your gift like a little side hustle? What made you go, okay, I want to go full on with this? What was the biggest motivating factor for that?
1: Well, the biggest motivating factor for me just to go, you know, take that leap is just knowing that I was, like people have said, I'm, I was too creative for a nine to five. -hmm. Um, I don't look down on people that feel as though that that's something that they want to do or something that they're comfortable in. But at a young age, I always knew that I was bigger than working for somebody else in their dreams. Mm -hmm. So after a while of just hopping from job to job and never being satisfied, never being happy, and always feeling like I'm supposed to be doing more, I just decided if not now, when? Mm -hmm. So three years of sitting in a call center, which I'm very thankful for, it definitely has place me where I need to be now but I just knew that it was only somewhere so much I can go and so many ways I can grow in Mm -hmm. and it wasn't nurturing who I was really called to be and I believe you outgrow seasons I believe you outgrow jobs so last summer you know I just prayed about it I asked God to release me from my job of course um, not prematurely it was a lot of prayer it was a lot of um, patience but. When I feel like I got that go-ahead or I had that peace in my spirit, I left. And has um, it been easy, no, but I don't regret leaving, and I feel like it can only get better from here.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's really inspiring. Um, I know for a lot of people, they always wonder, like, when should I do it? How do I know it's the right time? Because you brought up a really good point of spending a lot of time praying about it and seeking God's input about it and not rushing into it. Um, and I know a lot of people just wonder and kind of go back and forth, and always want advice about how did you know it was the right time for you, and you know when did you know it was time to leap. And so, can you share how you knew in your your spirit that it was your time, and what did that what did that experience look like in the beginning? Because a lot of people think when you leap, it's like roses and rainbows and unicorns. It's beautiful. It's like grass is greener. So, can you share when you knew, like, what made you kind of have that light switch moment? and then share what that early stages of your business felt like what that experience looked like for you
1: right one thing for sure is definitely that rainbows and unicorns when you decide to step in this unknown zone Mm -hmm. but I would say my biggest factor of me knowing was just peace I wasn't wrestling Mm -hmm. with the thought of what is going to happen if I leave that's good I wasn't wrestling with the thought of you know You know, what is my life going to turn into once I leave this job that I've been so comfortable for? Before, I can say I wasn't ready because I was always wrestling with it. And I never could even, you know, get up to the point where I can go to my boss and tell her I was ready to quit. The day Mm -hmm. that I walked into my boss's office, I had so much peace. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared. I wasn't fearful. I walked in there with so much just confidence. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like okay well maybe it is time because before I was always like just so scared because I didn't I just didn't know mm-hmm. and it was also nerve-wracking because it's like what if it didn't work out and I try to get my job back like she probably like girl you know yeah. it wasn't <laughs> I didn't have that I just said okay if I can't come back I can't come back you know yeah. it is what it is It's just my turn to leave so I would just say with anybody if you don't have a piece about it and you just feel like um it's not a definite answer in your spirit or just how things are working out it's not your time to leave so mm-hmm. in those moments of not having your time to leave prepare you know study um network do yeah. everything you got to do so when your business and when you are when it is your time to leave you can just fall right into it mm-hmm. and one thing I would say is I didn't just fall right into success for my business because i I had peace about it but I didn't also make those steps to be somewhat successful. Yeah, I knew that I had a vision for my business. I knew what I wanted my business to be, and I knew how to promote it. But I had no plan, and that's not good. You know, you don't ever want to start anything just off of the impulse of faith. Faith is what gets you to success, but if you don't have a plan to execute while you're walking that faith walkout, you're kind of like, it's like you have no, like you have vision, but you don't really know like what you're doing. Yeah. Um, that's something that I will also like wish I would have took more time to do is have a plan like okay the first week I leave what is my go-to strategy to earn more credibility with my business i making oh, yeah. videos every day am I starting to promote an email list like I had nothing I was just like well I'm just gonna start promoting whatever <laughs> I do and it, I mean you can you can you can do your business like that but I knew if I had more structure and You know, sometimes people even start making goals. Like this month, I want to make $10,000 if I Mm -hmm. sell 20 eBooks for $10, you know, people have plans or they make a six month plan. Mm -hmm. Like by the end of six months, I want to have, you know, you can have follower plans. I want to have 10K followers if I do A, B, and C, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I want to start maybe doing eBooks and venture off to one-on-one calls. Like I didn't have a plan. I just knew that I was talented I was creative and that alone was going to get me to success which is somewhat true but not all the way because you have to have strategy yeah so um yeah I feel like well once again if you don't have that piece it's not time for you to go but that doesn't mean you still can't prepare to be released in that season of entrepreneurship
0: yeah so because of that because of that like lack of you know, extensive planning, what was those early stages like for you? Like, did you have a lot of clients come in? Did you have to work a little harder for your clients? Um, how did you kind of adjust to those early stages of being a, a full time entrepreneur?
1: So, at the time, it all hit me really, really fast. Um, I didn't really even have time to um, soak it all in. Um, yeah. Literally, after I quit my job, I was literally on Tyler Perry's set um, for one of his shows, like the next day. After that, I was um, working for a festival called Crow Fest, my friend Taylor with Essence Festival. Like, I actually had other things. Like, that's why I also felt like it was a season for me. Mm -hmm. Because, like, as soon as I quit my job, all these opportunities that I've never had before now started coming about. So I was really preoccupied with that. Um, I was a finalist for Google. I went against 100 kids in um, the film industry mm-hmm. in georgia i was top five um mm-hmm. for my film i also work with praise in the park i was their social media well praise 102.5 is 2.5 was, like one of the biggest radio stations gospel stations in atlanta mm-hmm. um i got chose out of everybody to be their um social media reporter for the whole day mm-hmm. like i pretty much i was running my business but not really like
0: yeah you were networking really <laughs> yeah so relationships
1: also, too, I went to a networking event with a woman named Exel Nicole, and I pitched mm-hmm. my business in front of, like, over 3,000 women with the H&M um, CEO there, you know, my video was played on their, on their platform, like, honestly, I didn't really start thinking about my business until after all that dwindled down, then I realized I didn't really have, I didn't build enough up to be able to be sustainable, and that's right. why you want. You want a sustainable business. You don't want a business that does well. Um, when you first start, but then all those people, you know, they kind of lose sight of who you are because you're focused on other things. Cause I wasn't even like, I was getting clients and stuff, mm-hmm. but it wasn't enough to be able to be like, okay. Cause also to y'all, I live at home. My mom, not saying that, you know, take advantage of living at home. Cause you definitely want a business that's going to be able to put you ahead of the game. Right. But I wasn't really I wouldn't say I wasn't focused on my business, but I like Princess said, I was networking a lot, which I thought was gonna get my business further. I think I was okay. more focused on getting so connected with Google, getting so connected with X on the brand, getting so connected with Praise in the Park. And towards the end of the year, when none of those things panned out, all of that really hit me. Like, well dang, what's wrong with my business? Cause I was really like going in mm-hmm. at essence, you know, I was literally having, you know, front row seats to a lot of brands. Like mm-hmm. I was on the sidelines I literally have so many video footage of me you know meeting mm-hmm. these people that you wouldn't meet on an average day especially if you quit your job like I never mm-hmm. had these opportunities with people like this so mm-hmm. after all of the hype it was left with me figuring out, okay what's the plan and why by, by the around the time when I figured out okay what's the plan it was the holidays and since this is my first year in business I didn't know that your business doesn't do 100% all year the holidays hit me the hardest because you know people are out shopping and traveling they're not worrying about building a brand Mm -hmm. so I was really really going through it towards literally the end of the year until now till this pandemic
0: yeah that's crazy I know your recent posts um you really shared a lot of the backstory to your struggle in the beginning and to where you are now and how you're actually like really doing well in your business now and like overflowing with clients. And so that's a really, really inspirational story. If you guys are curious about that post, check out her Instagram. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, It's incredibly inspiring and empowering. And so that leads me to my next question. Like what, what would you say to entrepreneurs who are already full time? Like they've taken that leap. They know their product, they have their service, they're live and direct, their business is launched, but they're losing hope because they're, losing clients or don't have clients, can't sell their product, and they're just thinking about just quitting. What would you say to those people to, you know, reignite a fire in them or give them some type of hope?
1: I would say for one, sometimes you just have to take a break. Mm -hmm. Um, always being on social media and comparing yourself to other people in your industry, it discourages you because it's like, what are you doing wrong with your business? Mm -hmm. And when I take a break, I'm not saying completely just leave your business, you know, alone, especially if you're full time and you have bills to pay, but take that time to regroup, take that time to reconstruct how you want to continue to run it. And also just take time to be creative. Okay. So if this isn't working in my business, what else can I do? that can still sustain me and also be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so during that time with me regrouping, I now, I now know that I don't want to just strictly focus on content creation for my clients. I know a lot of my clients, you know, some of them can, can afford me. Some of them can't. So my biggest goal is how can I create resources that can reach every, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Every budget. Yeah, um, ones that can't afford my coaching and ones that can't afford my uh, monthly man- social media services and also ones that can't but they still need resources mm-hmm. so with me just learning how to be able to help everyone that's how your business can be able to get back up and be better than it was mm-hmm. um, so the best thing to always do is just pull back reconstruct revise everything and then put yourself back out there.
0: Yeah. I think there's power in taking breaks, especially um in the world that we live in when there's we have so many things in front of us, so many images and videos put in front of us, so many things influencing how we think and how we live our lives. And so especially if you are um running your business and going through a dry patch, um i definitely agree that taking those breaks taking those times to just rebalance yourself and recenter yourself and like really have real talks with yourself like what am i allowing to influence me what am i allowing to run my business for me um who have i given the you know steering wheel to why am i not driving the own my own car for my business and so just thinking about what you're allowing to have control over you um is really 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 important and so um i think that's great advice is there anything else you would love to share with anyone Um, about your story, what you do, um, who you serve, any other closing remarks?
1: Sure. Um, All in all, whether you're starting a business, whether you're in business already, I will always just say, well, I don't really know everybody's spiritual background, but I am a believer. (laughs) But all I can say is when you put God first, you'll never be last. So Mm -hmm. no matter what it looks like, even if people feel like they're getting ahead, Whatever is meant for you and the season is meant to be, that's when it'll happen. A lot of you may not know my story, but my business literally just started picking up in a pandemic. That yeah. was something that I couldn't have planned on my own. My business should have picked up when I started, if it was left up to me. My business should have picked up and kept, even in the holiday season, but it didn't. You know, I was in a drought for about eight months. I just came out once the pandemic hit, when I thought that that was the, probably the not the best time to even keep running a business because people are losing their jobs but it really doesn't even matter how you start like they say is how you finish so i would just say you know consult with god um also to just write down your plans like manifestation is real whatever you want you can have but you also have to work force it as well um another thing in closing remarks i would just say um just be creative please stop don't feel like your business has to look like somebody else because they've been doing it longer than you. You don't feel like you have enough expertise. I felt the same way, but mm-hmm. I know enough. Okay, I know enough for people to book me. I know enough to be able to see somebody's brand and know where they can take it to. So don't always feel okay. like you, know, you have to have so many years of experience. So many
0: That's so good.
1: Like somebody needs your services. Somebody mm-hmm. needs what you do. So you should never feel like it's, we're in oversaturated industries. I always love the analogy about walmart when you go to walmart and you go to the bread aisle it's so many different bread companies that you're seeing Mm -hmm. everybody picks the bread that they like so that doesn't discount or disqualify any other breads that are around them so i would just really say know who you are stay true to who you are and don't feel like you have to mimic somebody to see success in your business and um yeah you know if anybody wants to work with me I'm definitely open um, I offer pretty much everything, whatever you need for your business. But I want anybody working me to realize that I'm not just about the numbers and the money and the exposure.
0: Mm-hmm. I want
1: you to really know what God calls you to do with whatever business that you're serving. It's not even about you, it's about your customers. How can you add value to what they're doing? So with you my have- business, it's levels. We don't just get to the content creation and the nice promo videos and the graphics. No, we sit down and we figure out the foundation of why you started, you know, what your passion is behind it and where you're mm-hmm. trying to go. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's simply put the name of my business is style, your story, because I do believe everybody has a story to tell. And that's pretty much what sales story sell. Yeah, absolutely. So, you definitely want to create a platform that is not just about selling services like everybody else. What is going to help your business stand apart mm-hmm. versus everybody else that's selling lashes versus everybody else that's selling hair? What mm-hmm. is the story behind you selling hair? You know, why did you start selling hair? Was it because, you know, you always looked at brands that were super expensive and you want to start your own, bra- mm-hmm. own hair line because you want it to be affordable for the next person. You know, mm-hmm. it's should be something behind why you're doing stuff or you're selling lashes is because the lashes you saw they didn't have enough um unique styles and so you knew what type of lashes that you really like and you wanted to start your own so people can you know have that realistic approach without spending so much money getting their lashes done you know it's just it should be a reason why you're doing stuff like please stop I want y'all to stop starting or people not y'all and generally speaking, I want people to stop starting businesses for money or just to do it mm-hmm, um, exactly. and have a goal and have a why, have, have a mission, have a why.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, you bring up such a great point. We have to do a part two. <laughs> I think it's it's so important for people to be able, be able to articulate like, what gap are you feeling? Like, and I think that's why sometimes people, their lash business or their hair business or their shoe business or their pop socket business. I don't know. doesn't really blow up because it's just, you're just chasing money and that's not guaranteed, but what's guaranteed and what always holds true is, you know, what's unique to you and that's your story. And if you're able to really articulate that and share that through your business, um, that is typically more successful than a business who doesn't have that substance. And so you bring up such a great point. And if there's anyone out there trying to figure out their story and, you have a business idea, but aren't sure how to articulate it and put it out there. Jordan is definitely the woman to help you. Um, her Instagram is at pages of Jordan and her business Instagram is style your story underscore. I'll put all that, in- that, all that information in the description box and make sure you guys have a way to contact Jordan if you're interested. But Jordan, thank you so much just for, again, taking time out to do this and talk to us and just being so vulnerable and so transparent and so honest and just being willing and generous enough to share your wisdom so we really really
1: appreciated it today (laughs) no thanks for having me I'm so excited um and happy that I was able to be on here and give my spill I don't feel like I have you know you feel like you go through things but it it really means a lot when you feel like your story can be heard and help somebody else. So I'm just thankful for this opportunity to be able to share what I've gone through, what I'm still going through, still Mm -hmm. haven't gotten over this hurdle and hopefully anybody listening, you know, you just keep going. Um, The ball is in your court and you get to decide, you know, where your journey is going to end up. So. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely well thank you guys so much for listening if you love this show let us know share your favorite part tag us on instagram um i love seeing what you guys have to say in response to the shows tag jordan i'm sure she would love to see it so she can reshare it um and really let us know what stuck out to you the most and what part of her story um really touched you so thank you guys so much for listening and we'll chat next week